What's up? This is FX2. Thank you for joining me on A Murder of Musicians. This is the podcast for artists and musicians around the globe to help them collaborate and navigate this chaotic music industry. Yeah, that is Glitch Tape Snob right there. Killing it with the instrumentals. I'm a huge fan of this electronic project by one of my good friends out there who wishes to remain nameless. (laughs) Except for the name of this project, which is Glitch Tape Snob. For more information, contact me. Email in the bio. What's up, people? So today's episode is really going to be about Spotify playlists. And I'm going to try to break down all of the different topics involved with getting your music heard by the correct, legitimate playlist curators that are out there there are legitimate curators still out there in existence you don't have to be disheartened by the amount of fake con artists and scammers that are out there especially on the platform formerly known as twitter So, Mr. Musk, I employ you to take a closer look at the validity of these people who claim to be A&R executives or others wishing to help other artists out by getting them put on a playlist for a nominal fee. And that just is really irking me and was a lot of the impetus behind me starting to research the nuances of these people and what they're actually doing by asking you for your music. So if you're not a musician, then you probably haven't encountered all of the hundreds of fake con artist scamming accounts that lurk around these platforms searching for musicians who are either emerging independent or just unsigned what they are hoping to do is accumulate good music that they could use for their own gain or They are promising you Spotify or other platform playlists to have your music incorporated into their playlist, but you need to pay them a fee first, which is really, really ridiculous because people, quite honestly, if you took five minutes to look at the guidelines that Spotify puts forth 
they explicitly tell you that if anyone approaches you or your online accounts and asks you to pay them first before being considered for a playlist is absurd. It's an actual crime. It's fake. It's false. It's criminal. And you have to avoid it at all costs because you will suffer the consequences, which will be a financial loss. Now, of course, there are still legitimate playlist curators out there. So don't think that this is something that you need to pick up and run away from altogether. However, the majority of the people that are hounding you online on every different platform, maybe they're DMing your inboxes over and over five to ten times a day asking you the same question do you have any music i need new music who has new music and they want your links the question is why i had the same question in my mind as did a lot of the staff here at fx2 studios So for a clear understanding, what we did, sorry, Mr. Musk, was set up a fake Twitter handle and account, and we let it run for a month, month and a half. Yeah, about eight weeks. So just about two months almost where we were pretending to be a musician that was independent, was not signed, and was looking to get more eyes on our project. So what we did was we posted our music here and there, and we waited. And it was like a fishing adventure you would have where you just throw out a little line with bait on it and wait. And that's exactly what we did. And it wasn't long before the fish started biting. Woohoo, let me tell you. Day three or four, there were 10 separate handles or Twitter accounts. And they were all asking for my music in some way, shape, or form for different purposes. Some were claiming to be A&R executives. Some were just claiming to need music for their afternoon workout. Some needed music to, you know, listen to before they went to sleep or before they went to the gym, like we said earlier, or they were taking a test or studying or something. All of these reasons that they wanted your music were false I mean I know that firsthand if you want to listen to music that's going to make your body more motivated to get up and go to the gym why don't you just go on Spotify or any other platform and listen to a playlist why do you need to search Twitter for independent artists who you've never heard of before and request their music. Why? So when these 10 accounts 
interacted with me. I started to engage with them by responding, what do you need? This is where it got really, really funny because half of the people I was interacting with immediately went to the pre-written text response that included all of the reasons why I should be coughing up, I don't know, 15, 20 bucks to send to them so that my music would be considered to be on a playlist. Now, there were others out of that 10 that were a little bit more personable. So they were commenting on the tracks themselves, telling me that they loved what I was doing. And it was such a great expression of my musical abilities. And it's time that the world sees my masterpiece. And I would reply back, thank you. I really appreciate the kind words. When should I expect to be put on a playlist? Question mark. Oh, yes, you should expect to be on a playlist as soon as we receive your bop, 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 $20, $25. So it was more of the same, right? They all wanted money. And that is not surprising if you've been online for more than, I don't know, four or five days, then you've gotten a lot of these scams in one way or another coming into your inbox. They're posted on your threads, on your feeds, in your comment sections. We've all seen them. And we all need to stay away from them. They really are detrimental to your career as a musician in so much as if you were to pay for playlist placement on Spotify, say that $25 really did put you on a playlist and you got streams and followers and everything else on Spotify and then Spotify finds out that you paid to be on that playlist, guess what? Bye-bye. You're gone. So paying to be on a playlist is going to hurt you tremendously. I don't even think that I need to go on anymore because I said it all right there. If you get caught, you're banned, basically. Well... I mean, I guess you are, but you could always come up with a different name for your band or group, right? So there are ways around it, but I'm saying loudly, no, 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 do not pay to be on a playlist. No, you've got to send your music to the people that play those motivational tracks. The pump up the jam, up the jam, up, you know, that type of music. You want to get the party started. Those are the types of curators that you need to be targeting. But before all of that, you need to know this little tidbit of information. If you don't get anything out of this episode, please pay attention to this. Okay, according to Spotify, if you want to have your music considered to be put on a playlist, very important here. It needs to be unreleased. 
That means if you have a song on Spotify or any other platform, you cannot have that track be considered to be put on a playlist for Spotify. Once again, if your track is already released, it cannot be considered to be put on a playlist. Now, I know that people have found ways around this, and it's quite simple. You just do a remix of the song, or you have your song re-released with a feature. If you're a musician and you have experienced this firsthand, then you have an obligation to get in touch with me. I really want to hear about it. I'm curious as to how other people have gotten around this simply by putting a featured artist on or remixing a section of the composition. It really is a fascinating topic, and I'd love to hear your comments or emails. Don't be shy, please. I want to hear this shit. So Spotify playlist promotions are going around on the platforms like we talked about earlier Twitter, Facebook, all of those. And a lot of them, from my experience interacting with a fake account, was that they wanted money for you to, you know, provide them with as a way to show that you're serious or that you're covering their fees for a particular service and this would be understandable but it's not true so whenever I was interacting with these so-called A&R executives I'd throw them for a loop by saying show me evidence of who you've helped previously nobody could do anything I mean if you think about it all you really needed to do was show me a list of artists and I would have no fucking idea as to whether or not they actually paid you but they didn't even bother to fabricate anything like that they just stopped communicating with me which was pretty pretty funny I mean it was pretty unfortunate though because I wanted to really see where this was going and to get an idea as to whether or not their services benefited me in the least so is it even worth all of my efforts as a musician to try and be put on a playlist if there are all these restrictions and headaches that come along with it yes it is and why it's important is not just for the obvious reasons which our visibility, your track will become visible to different demographics of people immediately. It will also give you credibility being on a playlist and validity of your music. It's almost acting as if it's a prerequisite, a resume. That's a better way of terming it. It's like a resume. It's putting forth your past work to give the other person an idea of who you are now.
So by putting your music on a playlist with these other artists that may have tens of thousands of more followers than you, it's immediately telling the user that this band or this musician is at the same caliber or getting close to the same caliber as these musicians. Or maybe they're not as talented, but that doesn't matter. Maybe your song is reaching the same types of audience members as these groups who are well-established, not emerging musicians. You see how just being put in the same category or playlist as these other musicians will immediately give the listener the sense that you're of more importance than you would be if they just found you on their own. So it may just be the way that human beings are perceiving your music after seeing you on a playlist, but that's human beings and that's the way our brains work. So it doesn't hurt to have your music distributed on these international playlists for the sheer fact that you are going to get more validity and credibility when you are included on playlists that have artists who already have huge followings. So that is the more obvious reason why you want your music to be featured on one of these playlists. So what are the not so obvious reasons that you would want to ever be included on a Spotify playlist? Well, let's look at this for a second. Logarithmic recommendations, right? So those are going to be the internal Spotify programs and logarithms that are predicting what songs the user may listen to. When you're placed on a playlist, it can improve these recommendations for users by increasing the number of streams that you receive, which leads to even more discovery. So it's basically a cyclical process. So the more people that they push your music to, the more potential users you receive, which will increase the logarithmic recommendations in the future, which will push your music to even more people, which will increase the potential for getting subscribers and streams. And then it goes on again. You see how this process will just continue and continue. Another reason that you may not know about is the longevity of playlists. So these playlists, they're there and they last for a pretty long time. And people, especially if they're considering finding music through the moods and um, genre sections of search engines in Spotify, then they may have a specific type of mood that they're in one night and that mood doesn't resurface for another six months. And then they type that in for the search query. And guess what? Your music comes up on that playlist again. 
So the longevity of this promotion is definitely a benefit for being included on a playlist. So it's like the gift that keeps on giving. You know, you're going to have numerous opportunities for your music to be distributed to different audience members of Spotify. Another benefit is the potential for networking. Now, you know that I stress the importance of networking all the time. The collaborating that goes on behind the scenes of the music industry is probably more interesting to me than anything else. As a musician, you really need to be open-minded and work with other musicians to further your musical career. Without other people that you're collaborating or networking with, your music will go nowhere. Seriously, that's a big takeaway from this episode. You got to get networking. And being put on a playlist, it's going to open up the doors for collaboration and networking tremendously. It will show playlist curators that you have been through the process of being considered and you are actually put on a playlist, which means that going forward, if they decide to include you on a playlist, you already know what needs to be done for that to happen. So that's a big one. And of course, besides these curators who pay attention to you, record labels and industry you know, executives, the real A&R execs that are looking for musicians are listening to these playlists. I mean, there's just so many other reasons besides just monetary, but there are monetary rewards that come from the higher amount of streams that you get. And when you're on a placement, or a playlist rather, um, you're more likely than not to be connected with other users from similar audience demographics as your own, but ones that have never ventured off into that side of hip-hop, let's say, or that side of rock and roll. Maybe your music is a little bit more obscure of a genre than straight old-school hip-hop, for instance. So now you've gotten an opportunity to have your music included on a playlist that has old-school hip-hop artists on it. You know, maybe they have KRS-One and Gangstar and different artists from that era, and then you're in there now. You know, and right before you was DMX and after you is Gangstar or Onyx, you know, and that's going to push your music to those people who are fans of those artists. So getting included on a playlist, specifically on the Spotify playlist, is a game changer for any musician, plain and simple. Now, if you want more information about the Spotify guidelines, just go to Spotify for Artists. They have all the information there. And I want to also tell you about Spotify's Marquee Program, which if you just 
put that in there on YouTube, Spotify Marquee Program. You can get an understanding of this program. It's a paid service, but it's definitely something that you should consider for promotional opportunities more so than any other form. Okay, Spotify has been around, so you know they're not going anywhere. They're not a fly-by-night service that's going to take your money and you'll never hear from them again. Spotify's not going anywhere. They have one of the largest amounts of followers, listeners, users. It's, it's not even comprehensible how many people use Spotify now. So using Spotify's marquee program is going to allow you as an artist to take advantage of different opportunities like creating um, visual videos, ads, things like that. They put you in the forefront of curators and give you a better chance of being considered to get on that beautiful Spotify playlist that'll redefine your career as a musician as you know it instantaneously snap of a fingers you're going to be famous just by paying spotify to promote your music you could do that or you can do it the organic way without paying and that is by collaborating and networking and there's no other network that you should be considering than a murder of musicians We are a collective of like-minded individuals, not like-minded in the sense that we all play the same music, because we don't. We have rock and roll groups and hip-hop artists and instrumental composers, all in the same collective, the same group. And why are we all together? We want to collaborate all of different genre styles and music. It doesn't matter. What matters is the final result, which is a community of musicians and artists and fans of music and art coming together and celebrating the beneficial aspects of music and art and what that does for us as a society, for us as a civilization, for us personally how it helps us and gets us through some of the more difficult times in our lives. Some of the times where we really, really are struggling just to get our head above water. What's there for us more than anything else? Because friends and family aren't always there, but music is there, art is there. And we just want to bridge any gaps that lay out there for musicians to network and collaborate with each other. I know that this digital musical industry is extremely difficult to be navigating. If you are new to music, it's got to be overwhelming. So a murder of musicians has been created to be a guiding community accumulating members from every genre of music in order to benefit and better the world seriously i know that's a grandiose goal and mission statement 
but it's the truth. The way to help heal our society, I believe, is through music and arts. So if you don't feel that way, then let me know about it. If you do feel that way, let me know about it. And if you want to become part of the murder, please let us know about it. All you got to do is go to the website, fx2studios.com, and sign up under the membership tab in the drop-down menu. I love you all. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful life. I will see you on the flip side of this episode. I'm FX2. Peace out, y'all.